1: are live. Glad everybody is on right now. May you be blessed in Jesus mighty name. Let's all be the restraining both in our nose and in our yeses. Let's be the restraining. Make sure everybody gets out and votes on November 8th. Of course, vote hardcore red for sure. Another thing I want to tell everybody and I'll, I have announced this a few times throughout the podcast, as I have the greatest evangelist and one of the two greatest preachers on the planet, two greatest preachers on the planet, Rodney Howard Brown and Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Jonathan Shuttlesworth will be here starting on November 6th, Sunday night. Make sure that you can either tune in or be here, at 13,000 South Tampa, Miami Trail, North Port, Florida. Fly in, drive in, come from hours away, whatever it may be. Get a hotel room you do not want to miss. And I want to say this, too. Even if you hate me, I won't be speaking. (laughs) You, You may like Jonathan and not like me. So even if you hate me and maybe you've ditched Foundation Church, don't worry. I'm not speaking at all. It'll be Jonathan all week long and then make sure you don't come back the following Sunday morning because then I'll be speaking again. So there you go. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. Do You not want to miss it. I mean, literally, the best pure preacher on the planet is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. You don't need to miss it. All right, hopping right in here. Just have to cover my quick FBI updates. The only story I got from them today. All right, Tom Fitton tweet, breaking FBI whistleblower leaks document, showing agency targeting, not targeted, targeting. Targeting misinformation with election crimes ahead of 2022 uh, midterm election. I want to show you some. Leave this up for me, will, for just a second. Now, well, here's the problem with all of this, and I've gotten into a few back and forths on Twitter with some uh, with some libtard people, Democratic Party activists. And they always say things like, "Well, you know, I'm never going to defame anybody. I'm never going to put out hate speech. I'm never going to put out mis or disinformation." Well, here's the problem. Define for me what is hate speech. Is it solely about race? Is it, it has to do with religion? If I badmouth Muslims, it's hate speech, but if I badmouth Christians, it's not hate speech. Who is it that is the mediator of what is and is not disinformation, hate speech, or defamation? Who who is it exactly? I mean, you have Alex Jones. Having a lawsuit, you know, the penalty for him so far has gotten up to close to a billion. Well, one lawsuit was millions, and the latest one was just shy of a billion-dollar payment that he's required to make to families from Sandy Hook. And based on defamation, which is impossible because not one element of the case Actually, re, actually meets any statutory requirements of what is defamation. So that's the problem. That's why they they do what they do, and this is what this is what they always do: is haul Republicans, haul conservatives, namely big names, Alex Jones, others like that. They haul them in front of Steve De- Steve Bannon being another one, Peter Navarro being another one. Make sure that they haul them in front of Obama judges. In purely hard blue areas like Hartford, Connecticut, that's where, late, you know, where Alex Jones was. He's not being criminally charged. People get the criminal versus civil, uh, civil misconstrued all the time, but his, his civil penalty, what he has to pay, the you know fine, so to speak, or settlement with these parents, whatever you want to call it, is for the latest case is just under a billion dollars. And what they do is they haul you in front of, the, and that's another thing that I go back and forth with a few times. I don't do many back and forths on Twitter because it's just a waste of life, but it keeps your argumentative and debate skills sharp. So I do it every now and then. And then you'll have them say, well, I never need to worry about it because I'm never going to defame anybody. Well, yeah, really? So you'll allow me then, since it's all, it's leftists that are defining disinformation, misinformation, defamation and hate speech since they're the ones who are defining it i'm assuming that all the blue people that are watching right now don't mind if people like me then define what mis and disinformation is and what def- what defamation is and what is hate speech so if you if you say anything about if you're pro-choice or pro-death pro-abortion and you say you know what i, I love abortion well you know what to me that's hate speech because you hate the unborn. You actually are advocating to kill them. So I guess that since Alex Jones can be held accountable for people who are murdered, because you can't defame the murdered. You can't defame them. You can't deprive them of the rights to pursue careers and, and pursue money and take away those rights and take away their money. That's what defamation is all about, is actually taking away somebody's ability to make an income. Really simplistic Definition, but that is the definition. And it's not to be harsh towards the victims of Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook was real. People got murdered. That is the way that it is. Nothing to do with gun rights or gun control or anything like that. So the left always tries to turn it into being. However, you can't have a defamation lawsuit against people who are dead right now. But since the left has redefined it, I guess that if you say that you're pro-choice and pro-abortion and you love to dismember babies piece by bloody piece and pull them out of a mother's womb and then sell their body parts and eyeballs on the open market per the Planned Parenthood uh, lawsuit, then I guess then if you love that, I can now sue you on behalf of those dead babies for defamation, Correct. That's a, so here's the thing. So if you're going to be all you're, there's people that are real you know just thrilled about Alex Jones having to pay you know a billion dollars. So even even people who are more center left like Alex Berenson who's real anti-vax and love him for that. But he's a complete idiot when he comes when it comes to Alex Jones because what's what's Alex because he's like Al, Al, um, Alex Jones. Shit, I'm just, I just rejoice that Alex Jones has to pay that all, all that he has to pay. Well, okay, what he's, what's he going to do about people? that he's saying are dying of vaccinations which they are but then their family say no what he didn't die of a vaccination we're going to sue Alex Perinson for a billion dollars because our relative didn't die of a vax death he died of something else and since you're defaming that dead person you're going to be sued Alex Perinson because he used to work for the New York Times he probably qualifies as a dimwit even though he does a lot of brilliant things on the vaccine, and God bless him for that, but he completely blows it because he's actually undercutting his own knees. He's pulling the rug out from underneath his own feet because when you rejoice at the misuse of our criminal justice system and our judiciary system on the whole, which is both civil and criminal, it's coming after you. When you open wide the gamut for basically anybody and any entity or anything suing you, For defamation, it will come for you then because now there's there's just an arbitrary person or persons or groups that are now defining these things. So now you have the FBI who is now defining misinformation. Well, what's misinformation? The election was stolen from Trump, so they consider that to be misinformation, which now they're actually trying to criminalize. If I come out and say... You know, even though there's if you actually follow correct media like Gateway Pundit, Federalist, Dan Bongino, Steve Bannon, people are being arrested. And basically every other day just happened a big arrest, just happened in Florida for ballot fraud happening every day. And by the way, it's never a Republican. Isn't it strange how that works? I mean, Tom, that's that's you. You're overusing the word never. Am I? name one name one? Ballot harvesting scheme that was a Republican. I have seen one in my last 31 months of 15 days to flatten the curve of doing this podcast. I've seen one. That's it. Every other one, and I've probably seen somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 to 300 of these stories, all separate, not one outside of that one was Republicans that were ballot harvesting or creating situations where there could be fraudulent voting, it's happening all over the country right now just happened I believe I'm trying to remember which which state it was I believe it's Wisconsin where they just sent out a bunch of untraceable ballots they're actually violating federal law that has now been in place with well, actually federal precedent put forth by the Supreme Court that you're not allowed to arbitrarily unilaterally do mail-in balloting not allowed to do that because it has to be voted through the state legislations just according to a tiny little document called the Constitution. It actually talked about that you cannot unilaterally do things. A state Supreme Court, a governor, a mayor cannot just say, you know what, we're going to do mail-in balloting that, that or just mail-out balloting. They can't do it. It has to be voted in via the state legislature, via the Senate, and then approved by the governor. That's what has to happen. And every day it comes out. So what now? The FBI... Are now the fact checkers? Not only, of course, they ignore the southern border with all the fentanyl. They ignore the terrorists that are routinely coming in that have been found on a terrorist watch list, not following them. They know every mass shooter before they do the shooting. They do then do absolutely nothing. Parkland, we know I mean, they knew all this before. But yet now, what the FBI is going to, what they're going to involve themselves in, of course, we have them arresting pro-life activists, 11 so far, for absolutely not all of them facing somewhere between one and 10 years in federal prison, never touched a soul, trying to save the lives of the people who are actually being touched inside of the abortion clinic which are the babies that are being pulled piece by bloody piece out of their mother's womb by a vacuum and having their brains sucked out and their eyeballs sold on the open market. Fact, that's exactly what Planned Parenthood is doing in violation of federal law. But the FBI is very busy with this. They're targeting misinformation under election crimes ahead of them. This is is by Judicial Watch with Tom Fitton. This is a very reliable source. This is what's happening right now. Not, Not targeted Targeting. Go to the next one for me, Will. So here's a pic. This is their. This is what they gave to their FBI agents right here. You, this is this is absolute truth. It's now been re- This is this is this is fact. This is factual documentation. This has been forcibly released to Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton. This is the document. Here's the blow up portion of it. Go to the next one for me, Will. Here it is. This is what they did. Now notice notice where misinformation is wedged between election interference, which by the way is a federal felony crime voter ballot fraud which is a federal or state felony and right in between that those two felonies you have misinformation listen you can boldface lie it's not a crime i wouldn't do it but you can boldface lie it's not you can you can do a podcast of boldface lies you can lie about your political opponent and you can be sued for defamation but not arrested. Now the FBI have misinformation listed with felony crimes and they're going to be the arbiters of misinformation. What is misinformation? What, I mean, one, over and over and over again, we see one party accuse the other of being liars and they both allegedly show the proof. So what is misinformation? It's in some smoke-filled you know, dark room where you have Merrick Garland meeting with Christopher Ray and Joe Biden asleep on a couch in some room in the White House. Is, that, is is are those are those the people that are going to decide what is missing dif- disinformation? I'm banned off of YouTube for life. My ministry is, my church is, because I use the word ivermectin. In every single case right now, in every single case, every claim that I made about ivermectin has been proven to be true. And it's now all the, the medical pundits have had to come out and say it was true. And yet somehow I'm still banned. You have vaccine mandates in place based on them stopping the transmission and infection of COVID-19. Don't stop it. And the mandates are still in place because there's always a nefarious motive behind totalitarian rules. And this is what you have right here where you have the FBI is going to be monitoring this election. We don't need the FBI to monitor an election. First of all, this is not a national election. What's the FBI got to do with it? Nothing. The states can monitor it. They have state police. They have sheriff's offices. They have city police that can monitor their own local elections. We don't need the FBI to monitor elections. They didn't monitor the last one. We all know it was stolen. There was mass fraud. I mean, how many cases? This was talked about today on Steve Bannon's show on, on, on Pandemic War Room. How many times has it happened that we I documented on this show where you had more votes than voters? Where was the FBI? I mean, countless Countless times in all Democratic jurisdictions, more votes were counted than there are registered voters. That's impossible no matter what some idiot like Joy Reid or Rachel Maddow tells you, Jake Tapper or anybody else, Don Lamont. It's impossible to have more ballots than voters. But where was the FBI? Nowhere. Where was the FBI with Miss Ruby in Atlanta? Where she's on video. She's on video shoving. I mean, she had a stack of of ballots just like this on video, shoving them in the same ones. Aaron and I sat here and watched it. We were we're sitting there watching it over and over again. She takes the same ballots and shoves them in the machine. I believe it was three times. And she just shoves them in. Where's the, it's on video. She's committing a federal crime. This is a presidential election, FBI. Unlike these, these are statewide elections. You don't involve yourself in an election that actually has something to do with you, but now you're involving yourself in an election that has nothing to do with you. And you sit there, she's on video, on video, shoving the same stack of hundreds of ballots into the same machine. Nobody does a dadgum thing. There's videos of poll workers saying, we have video of a poll worker telling somebody who says, that they are from a foreign country and they're not a citizen. And the poll worker says, well, you know, in, this, in the presidential election, we're going to let you vote as if you're a citizen. And where's the, where's the FBI? That's voter fraud. That's a, that's a felony what that woman, is that campaign worker's doing. Where was the FBI when they, were, when they were taping up cardboard boxes that they'd flattened out and putting them on the windows of the vote counting rooms and it's all Democrats that are in there. Where, where was the FBI when the F, when when we're in Philadelphia they were forcibly removing Republican poll watchers, Democratic pundits, demo, Democratic activists because there's more of them than there were Republicans by force removed Republicans from the ballot counting room. So where's where the FBI? I'm just curious. It's a, they're they're so they're so worried about misinformation. See this whole misinformation disinformation agenda. It's all on purpose, and it's the same as hate crimes. It's the same as as, uh, defamation or anything else, where you have some arbitrary definition of it made by some individual who has an agenda. And it's used to actually usher in an agenda. And since the FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party, We obviously know who it is that's going to be the violators of misinformation. You've had Anthony Fauci, the NIH, the FDA, the NIAID, the World Health Organization, lie repeatedly over and over and over again, never taken down from social media. Nobody ever accuses them of mis- or disinformation because they're on the right side of politics, actually on the left side, which is considered to be the right side by the mainstream media and the fact checkers and the FBI. All right, on to the next one for me. All right, here we go. Tyler O'Neill. DOJ, here's their priority. DOJ, which is FBI's under DOJ. It's, she, uh, Tyler O'Neill says, Kirsten Clark, it's actually Kristen Clark, who oversees the enforcement of the FACE Act, which has been used to target pro-life protesters, but not applied against vandals targeting pro-life pregnancy centers, where you've actually had them, just leave this up, being firebombed. There's actually felony arson across state lines not investigated at all by the FBI. They don't give a crap. Actual actual crimes of arson. Nothing done. Absolutely nothing done. And when you have somebody out in front of an abortion clinic on on the public right away on public property not private property, public pro- property singing how great thou art, they're now a violator of the FACE Act. Access there which is a which is a which is a a law, a statute that you're not supposed to inhibit people from walking in and slaughtering their baby. You're not allowed to inhibit them. Now, how are they inhibiting them? Unless they grab them, touch them, hit them. None of that has ever happened with the 11 people that have been arrested so far. It's almost the same as the one, six protesters who are languishing in prison longer than anybody who's ever committed a felony, languishing in prison for unlawful parading on Capitol Hill. Nine out of 10 of them are all sitting there for low-grade misdemeanors, unlawful parading, obstruction, trespassing, whatever it may be. So the, the, and the, that's the priority of the FBI is domestic terrorism, white supremacist terrorists. Where, where are they? There aren't any. So here you have the FBI doing this. Go to the next one for me, Will. And this is actually, so Kristen Clark is her name. She's in charge of the DOJ basically going out and arresting these pro-life activists. She herself is a pro-choice activist. So if you have somebody who's in charge, hey well, put up the, sorry to do this to you, put up the previous one for me. I wanted to read the bottom of that and I forgot to. Put up the previous tweet for me. There you go. Here, Look at the bottom of this. The FACE Act, which has been used to target pro-life protesters but not applied against vandals targeting pro-life pregnancy centers, is also, she herself is a pro-choice activist. She oversees the enforcement of, of i want to make sure that i got my facts straight she oversees the enforcement of this face act which is basically exclusively used to arrest pro-life activists standing on public property singing hymns. that's it that's all they do if you walk up to them they may hand you a track whatever it is that's all they're doing nothing if you come up they'll try to steer you towards a uh you know, a planned, a, a, a true pro-life pregnancy center. They may do that. They don't touch anybody, don't harass anybody, don't stand in the way of it. Otherwise, we'd see the videos. There'd be videos all over the place of these pro-life activists actually violating the FACE Act, which they never are. I repeat the word, never. They never are. But yet they're being arrested by the FBI routinely, 11 so far. All right, go to the next one for me. So you have pro-life activists, I mean, pro-choice activists, Kristen Clark, pro-choice she couldn't be any more excited about slaughtering the unborn. She couldn't be any more excited about slaughtering 400,000 black babies per year. She couldn't be more excited about piece by bloody piece yanking out a child out of its mother's womb while it's alive. She could not be any more enthused about that. She loves it. And she's the one who's actually overseeing the arrests of pro life actors. Strange how that works, isn't it? You put a pro choice Activists, a pro-baby-butchering activist in charge of the division inside the DOJ enforcing the FACE Act, which is exclusively used to arrest pro-life activists. You put a pro-choice baby-butchering monster in charge of that division, and lo and behold, we have 11 pro-life activists arrested for doing absolutely nothing. Now, to show you that this cabal is all unified, I told you, it's all the same antichrist spirit. All exactly the same antichrist spirit. Gun grabbers, pro-choicers, WEF, COVID tyrants, vaccine mandates, vaccine advocates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, whatever it is, it's all the same cabal. The Soros, DAs that allow rampant crime that will license them to come and take your guns. It's all the same cabal. How do I prove this? They, they, the demons always reveal themselves. Demons are demons. They're not geniuses. Understand that they always reveal themselves. Here's here's Kristen Clark. These people should be publicly identified and named. So here she is. No, they're all. It's all the exact same spirit. Those who want to slaughter the unborn are the same people. Who want masks on your face? Are the same people who want to force you to take a clot jab? The exact same people. They either want to abort you in the womb, or abort you after the womb, or usher you into uh, into servitude solely for them. So she says about, just to show you that it's the same spirit, here's the one who wants to arrest people, saving people's lives, because she wants all those babies to be dead, because that's the demon that she is. She belongs to her father, the devil, who was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's who she's beholden to. And here she says, to show you that it's the same spirit, these people should be publicly identified and named says the Nazi, but then calls you and I a Nazi because they project. Barred from treatment at any public hospital. So she wants these people who are protesting for their rights to not be fired from their jobs because of COVID-19 or have their businesses closed or or fired from their jobs because they're not vaccinated. She wants them named and identified. Does that sound like, I'll ask everybody in the room. Does Does that sound like Adolf Hitler or the Republican Party? I've never heard a Republican come out and say I want people identified and named. Not well, saying I'm always an advocate of the Republican Party because they're oftentimes very spineless. However, they're far, and I'm a Republican myself. But they're obviously way more right than the than the Democratic Party. So does this? I mean, because they always call us Nazis. Now, what's it, who who is it that wants people publicly identified and named? Nazis? That okay. So if that's a Nazi trait, then Kristen Clark head of the section of the DOJ that wants to arrest pro-lifers for doing nothing wants you publicly identified and named barred from treatment at any public hospital when they fail, when they fall ill and denied coverage under their insurance. Look at the date on that April 19th, 2020. So this wasn't a vaccine thing. This was just a COVID capitulation thing. If you do not capitulate the lockdowns, I want you named identified and barred from all medical treatment. And she's the one who's in charge of enforcing the FACE Act inside of the DOJ that is being exclusively used. And she's a pro-choice activist, activist exclusively used to arrest pro-life activists. That's who she is, a pro-choice activist who's in charge of the FACE Act, which is exclusively used to arrest pro-lifers. That's who this woman is. And that's the state of our country right now. All right, let's move on to Elon Musk. All right, the Washington Post puts out Musk gutting Twitter would be a threat to all of us. Woo! I mean, that's it. mean, look how I mean, this is not the editorial page. This is their business page. So you have a you have a reporter for the Washington Post saying uh, Elon Musk is supposed to take over Twitter tomorrow or sign the check for Twitter or however it goes tomorrow. He's supposed to do that. So, but the Washington Post puts out which actually shows the need of Elon, of Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Because you have this, this, these are the people that are running, by the way, this is the owner of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, puts out Musk gutting Twitter would be a threat to us all. How exactly would he be? Would it be a threat to us all? A threat to them is free speech. Well, because they say in free speech, there could be lies and misinformation. According to the people who put out lies and misinformation. And then they could say, well, that's your opinion. Well, that, yeah, well, that's your opinion. You see what I mean? There's no, there is no way to properly define mis- and disinformation except using the truth, which, of course, liberals, it's like the first letter, first two letters of liberals lie. That's what they do. But just, just stepping back for a minute, there's no way to prove who's lying and who's not when it comes to who's putting out information. Because as soon as you do prove that they're lying, they just deflect to something else. We always prove the truth. I mean, all the, the excess death, excess mortality, people dying of myocarditis, pericarditis, the, DM, the DMED stats coming out of the military are absolutely true, but they'll call that misinformation. If you actually use DMED stats as a doctor in California right now to, tell, to give an honest assessment of whether or not a young man should take the vaccine, you'll be barred. Your license will be taken. So who is it that who put, who is it that puts out lies and misinformation these people do but yet it beca- because Elon Musk will allow free speech which is what they call misinformation and they consider free speech to be a threat to their democracy i mean democracy is free speech or free speech is democracy but yet free speech is, is free speech is a threat to what the left calls democracy. Remember, they've redefined democracy. These are people who put out vaccine mandates, forcible masking. You cannot be a federal employee right now without taking a ridiculous vaccination because for the purpose of stopping transmission and infection, using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. You cannot be vaccinated in the military unless it's an FDA-approved drug, but yet they're forcing everybody in the military to take, to be injected with a non-FDA-approved drug. But yet, they're the arbiters of mis and disinformation. Go to the next one for me, Will. Here's a Lives of TikTok video. Just had to illustrate this to you. You may not be somebody who's on Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. I pull most of my information for this off of Twitter. I just follow hundreds of the right sources and read all the read the articles and follow, you know, just follow the right people. And I follow some people who aren't who, who are galactically stupid too to get the other side of things. But here here's here's the typical li- uh, uh typical day in the life of a Twitter employee. Play for me.
0: Welcome to a day in my life as a Twitter employee. So this past week went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in. Honestly, took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing. Also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch. Then I had a meeting, so quickly scheduled one of these little pod rooms, which were so cool. They're literally noise-canceling. Took my meeting, got ready for a bunch. Look how delicious this food looks. Oh my goodness, I was so overwhelmed. Then, made my way down to this log cabin area. I don't know what this is, but it was really cool. Played some foosball with my friends to kind of unwind a bit. Um, also, found this really cool meditation room that I thought was super neat. Um, I didn't do any yoga, but they have this yoga room if you are a yogi so also thought that was really cool um had a couple more meetings in the afternoon had a ton of projects that we needed to knock out say hi to my teammates um went to the went to the library to kind of get some more work done obviously had to have our afternoon coffee so made some espresso and then before leaving for the day had some red wine um that's on tap Went up to the rooftop and just honestly enjoyed the beautiful weather. So awesome trip.
1: Now keep this in mind. Besides the Trump years when Trump was on Twitter, this is this is how self-sabotaging these people are. Besides the Trump years, Twitter loses tens of millions of dollars every year. They've lost ever since they banned Trump off Twitter. They've lost tens of millions of dollars every year. Before Trump was on Twitter, they lost tens of millions of dollars every year. Then people like me got on Twitter because Trump was on Twitter. And then they actually made money. And keep in mind that she's out there sucking on the lattes and, and up there uh, playing board games on the roof and having her, what's that drink she had at the beginning? Some kind of like Macho Picchu crap drink with eat green, I don't know, sludge in it. Whatever she was sucking down, she's fully vaccinated. She probably needs as much many vitamins in that bloodstream as she possibly can get and did you notice at the beginning of the video she said this is her first time ever at Twitter never been there before in her life because it's 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 the dream of all these leftist activists and Twitter is nothing more than the Goebbels media for the Democratic Party and the globalist left it's their dream that everybody works according to their rules and their measures. So you, you, some will stay at home, some have to go to work, but you'll be controlled by them, of course. But nobody was there. It's very interesting, isn't it? All right, go to the next one for me. So here we have the, 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 the Pacific, uh, another liberal publication. Musk's, Musk's Twitter takeover threatens our democracy with unrestricted speech. I, I, that is democracy. That's like you're, you're threatening my life with oxygen. You're threatening my life by, you're threatening my life by allowing me to breathe. Tom, that's nonsensical. Of course it's nonsensical. It's the globalist left. They're the believe, they're the people that saying, you know we're going to lower the Earth's population using vaccines. Of course this doesn't make any sense. Their democracy means forced masking, censorship, mass oppression, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports missing disinformation by a disinformation governance board that's their version of democracy remember with the left it's always the opposite if they're calling you a murderer they're a murderer the only racists are them and they call you a racist the only people that act like nazis are them with their disinformation governance boards and they're wanting to name people and bar people and ban people and censor people we don't do any of that they project onto you that which they are. The devil does the same thing. He's an accuser of the brethren. He'll accuse you of what he is. The devil will come in and accuse you of being lost when you're saved. You're sick when you're well. Whatever it is, you're mentally impaired when you have a when you have a sound mind. The devil is an accuser. These people that's they always follow. Who is it that actually imitates the devil? Who, who is a, who's a murderer from the beginning? The devil, who who wants 41.2 million abortions per year worldwide? The globalist left. They can't abort you in the womb, they'll abort you out of the womb. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. All right, here's a pick, Insider. Liz Warren says, Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter is dangerous to our democracy. Operation Markingberg. Let's get everybody on the same page with the same talking points. How, how is free speech, i.e., the first freaking amendment, a threat to free to, to democracy. It's like, uh, the Second Amendment's a threat to democracy. Questioning an election is a threat. Qu- the ability to actually question an election, which which all the Democrats are doing right now, they're all questioning elections right now because election laws have changed in certain states. We actually have to show a voter ID in certain states. You actually has to have, have to have signature verification. And they're all saying it's that the Republicans or the or the uh, right wing or the the MAGA crowd are ushering un, unfair elections. Uh, uh, you just violated your own rules. You're not allowed to question elections. Yeah, but yeah, but if the right doesn't no 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 no, if we're not allowed to question them because the left is doing it, then you're not allowed to question it because the right is doing it because you're treasonous if you do it. You're an insurrectionist. You're you're a seditionist if you even question election. But questioning elections. Are the very essence of democracy. You know, violently, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not advocating any violence that occurred ever towards this election. There was violence on 1 6 by stupid people, whether they were induced by the FBI, whether it was Antifa, or whether it was just stupid MAGA people. It was probably all. Not advocating any of that, but questioning elections, which the Democrats do every time. Jamie Raskin who's on the 1-6 committee, which is basically a politburo of trying to find election deniers, is an election denier. Every time Republican win, Republicans win, here comes Jamie Raskin. Celebration of the holidays. Here comes Jamie Raskin to the floor of, of the House. I'm, I, I am protesting these electors. insurrectionist seditionist threat to our democracy it's the very essence of democracy for for free speech if i if i defame somebody which means by the way not hurt feelings and again let me parallel that with the modern church because the modern church seems to emulate the modern world even though you're not to conform any longer to the pattern of this world romans 12 2 but defamation is not hurt feelings, no matter how bad your feelings are hurt. That's not defamation. Defamation is taking money out of your pocket because the person ruins your reputation. That's defamation. That's defamation. Lying about you and it hurts your ability to make a living or took money out of your pocket. That's defamation. Not boo boos on your feelings. That's so what modern day in the modern church. People just mass exodus churches because they got they got a boo boo on their feelings. You're imitating the left. You don't exit your job when you get a boo boo on your feelings. You stick it out. You have to do the same in a church unless your church is preaching heresy or the Holy Ghost Himself tells you to leave. Tommy, it sounds like you got a lot of people that leave your church. Yeah, yeah, people do leave. I mean, come on, look at look at what I'm doing right now. You don't think people are going to leave? And you know what else I do that really causes people to leave? I read Bible verses from the pulpit. It causes many Christians to depart. All right, let's look at this now. Where am I at? Dr. Ray? All right, moving on. Look, Oh, this is good. This is good. Doctor. This is a Dr. Ray video. So you have, I'm going to get, this, get the names down here. Liz Warren says that Elon Musk is a threat. The Pacific, which is a liberal publication, says that Elon Musk taking over Twitter's a threat. Then of course you have the Washington Post and Jeff Bezos saying that Elon Musk taking over Twitter's a threat. Who do they have that in common with? Play it for me Will. A member of China's state
2: controlled media now threatening Elon Musk on Twitter after he tweeted his opinions about Russia's invasion in Ukraine. The Global Times former editor tweeting this, Elon Musk has released his personality too much, and he believes too much in the US and West freedom of speech. He will be taught a lesson.
1: So Jeff Bezos, The Washington Post, Liz Warren, The Pacific, all these liberal publications, all you libtards on Twitter that are leaving for tribal social network. You yeah, put that side by side for just a second, Will, when you can. or Aaron. Just the, the cover sheet side by side with my face, if you can. That first one um, that are departing. They're leaving. All the tards are leaving Twitter to go to tribal social network while they call us tribal. That, that's what all the liberals say. You know, everything's just tribal now. Everything's tribal. It's a threat to our democracy. While their new social network, social media network is called tribal social network. You're a murderer while they butcher 41.2 million babies per year. You're a grandma killer. You know you can't let your grandma. We you don't. We're, we're not going to allow you to save your grandma with hydroxychloroquine or, or, or ivermectin. You're the murderer. We want you to. We want you to wait for the vaccination, which for sure will kill her. Doesn't stop transmission or infection. But yet they'll call us tribal while they form their own social media called tribal. And they're all departing for that. But when you have Liz, leave this up, while they have, well, you have Liz Cheney calling Elon Musk a threat, the Pacific calling Elon Musk a, f- a threat, Jeff Bezos in the Washington Post calling Elon Musk a threat, who do they have that in common with? Oh, the Chinese Communist Party right there on Fox News. The Chinese are very concerned about Elon Musk taking over Twitter. So who are, who's the communists? Who are the totalitarians? Is Xi Jinping more like Hitler or Donald Trump or a MAGA Republican? Um, let's see. Donald. don't remember Donald Trump hauling into prison, gulag style, Gestapo style, concentration camp style, hundreds of thousands of Uyghur, Uyghur Muslims, torturing them, raping them, doing experiments on them, and... Executing them. I don't remember Donald Trump doing that. CCP does that. And the CCP agrees with Democrats that Elon Musk is a threat. You're known by the company that you keep. That The people who, who believe the same thing, that is who you are. The Chinese Communist Party, the People's Liberation Army, agree with the Democratic Party. It's as simple as that. You are known by the company that you keep. They are in full agreement about Elon Musk with the Chinese Communist Party. And there's the go to the next one for me. There's that's the one they're all running to. The liberals are evacuating Twitter, going on to Tribal Social Network. Look at look at a couple of these posts here. To all the bigoted Trumpers, this is actually put out by the owners or the people that are speaking for Tribal Social Network. To all the bigoted Trumpers, white supremacists, and homophobes who are livid that they are receiving lifetime bans from tribal social. Hatred is not free speech. Yes, it is. Because you hate. We we can call what you do hate you hate the unborn you hate conservatives you hate christmas you hate trump that's hate speech that's our interpretation of hate speech you hate christianity you hate evangelicals that's hate speech you hate people that are against your political agenda Look at the bottom. Yes, our social network successfully fought off a wave of trolls that came over from the notoriously racist and homophobic libs of TikTok account. See, who is it now? Leave this out. Who is it that carries the traits of the Nazi party? Or or, I I was going to say the Stalinist party, but that's not the name of Joseph Stalin's party. I can't remember offhand what his party name was. Who, who actually carries those traits they call you that name they're always calling us Nazis but who is it that actually carries the traits of Nazis Who who is it that's banning people who's who is symbolically and probably literally burning books certainly isn't us they're not none of these tribal social network people are banned off of getter none of them are banned off of gab none of them are banned off of true social none of them are banned off of rumble they can go on there and lie to all they want you can lie all you want. If you cross the defamation line, which I've already defined, fine, that can be taken care of in civil court, but you can go there and lie all you want. You can go on there and call them, say you think you can have a dedicated page as a liberal on Rumble of Tom Lipley is a fat turd. On Rumble. And just show videos of my fatness. And just, just slander me all day long, as long as you don't libel me. Or, or, you know, uh, defame me and cause me not to be able to, you know, calling me a fat turd would not be, no problem. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you can do that all the, we don't ever try to ban you. So who's more like a Nazi? The globalist left, because by the way, they are Nazis. They carry all the traits of the Nazis. Who is it that does medical experiments on people? Certainly isn't us. Who is it that, who, who is it that's aligned with and allied with the Chinese Communist Party when it comes to Elon Musk? The left is And they experiment on people. And I mean, listen, Xi Jinping and the CCP is responsible for at least 500 million deaths inside of China. 500 million, not 500,000, 500 million, 500,000 thousands of people have died inside of China. And that's who the globalist left and the Democratic Party is aligned with when it comes, in every way. But right now we're talking about social media when it comes to Elon Musk being a threat on Twitter. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. Right, Free Speech America video. Here's, the, here's what the war is all about. Brett Brozell slammed Google's biased search engine. Play it for me. New research
3: tonight alleging that Google is manipulating internet search results to favor Democratic candidates for Senate over their Republican rivals. Let's bring in media research center founder, Brent Bozell. always great to see you. So, so you went on Real Clear Politics and you picked out the, the 12 hot Senate races, right? And then you did some research and you found that the Republican candidates in 10 of those races are being buried by the Google search engines. Fair assessment? Yeah, let, let's, let's look at the importance of this first. Um, Google controls 92.4 percent of all searches worldwide. So it is almost a a monopoly of information when it purports to be an objective platform. It puts things in an objective way. But in 10 of the 12 cases, it gave preferential treatment Mm -hmm. to the Democrats over the Republicans. And here's the kicker trace. The the statistics will tell you that less than 1% of the public goes beyond the first page of a Google search. Of the 12 Republicans, seven of them were put on page two, where they get less than 1% of of the interest from the public so they've been buried they're being squished as far as a search information system is concerned they really don't exist Google now is twice in trouble with Republicans they just got sued on Friday after the Republicans found out that they were taking their emails and putting their fundraising emails and putting them into spam so Google really is affecting the elections in a very serious way I believe also it's illegal Yeah, and by the way, that was a North Carolina study that showed that 59.3% of the emails that Google was using, there it is right there, you know, were being buried. We're were likely to be marked as spam versus
1: Democrats, which is... Of course, I'm speaking to the choir right now. It's a global cabal. Obviously, the media, including social media, including... search engines. I call them all media because it really is all media. You have Google spamming our emails, namely our, our fundraising emails, putting us on the second page of searches because 99% of people never go to the second page. I do, by the way. I do, but I'm not part of the 99%. Make sure you're not either. 200 million Americans are vaccinated. 100 million are boosted. Make sure you're not part of that percentage. That's, that's 75 or 70% of America, roughly. Don't ever be, Don't ever be a part of what the left considers to be a viable majority don't ever be don't ever be part of the left's majority that most right-wingers and most christians are too afraid to defy defy it be the restraining in jesus name now why are we talking about we can't we can't talk about social media without talking about paypal now here's a peter sweden tweet now what aaron let me introduce i'm interrupting because i have him doing something else right now what do we call paypal or what do you call paypal A finance app a payment app A payment processor. So they are, and keep that name in the top of your head, because who knows if I'll remember it 10 seconds from now, if you are a payment process, that's okay. you know what you do when you're a payment processor, you process payments. That's all you do is you are, you know what? Here's my credit card dip squat. That's what you do. You process my payment. That's your job period. If you're a firearms company sell me a freaking gun that's it don't need you to do anything else when i want to pay for something online and i'm using paypal process my payment payment boy payment girl process it that's your job Not what are what do are they, they have some kind of investigation team look at this tweet paypal has reintroduced remember now they came out and said i should have got out the original tweet because it is unbelievable We've got to do that. PayPal came out and said, you know what? It was a miscommunication when it came out that they were fining people for disseminating misleading information, misinformation. That was a miscommunication. They were never doing that. They're never going to do it, never have done it. That's it, but it was a miscommunication. Think about the the audacity, the audaciousness of that bold-faced lie not five days ago. Where they, where they came, they, it, all, it came out, they, it was a, a social media publication by PayPal saying that they were fining their uh, customers $2,500 for misinformation that they're just going to take from you. Take your money that you can't get back without a lawsuit, which costs you a lot more to sue them than just eat the loss, which they know, and they'll gain millions doing it. And they came out and said, you know what? That was just, a, that was just misinformation. That's never going to be in place. That's not what we're doing. And then not five days later, here we are, and they have reintroduced that which they said would never happen and was misinformation. It was a miscommunication. See, Who really puts out misinformation? So here, look at this. So the people who are going to steal your money for misinformation put out misinformation five days ago and then defied their misinformation by putting out more misinformation today. Oh, give it to me, Will. Put that up. There it is right here. Oh, man, this my staff's the greatest. Just in, PayPal spoke, spokesman, the official spokesman for PayPal on $2,500 fine. An AUP notice recently went out in an error that included incorrect information. PayPal is not fining people for misinformation. This language was never intended to be inserted in our policy. We're sorry for for the confusion this has caused. Go right to the new one, uh, Will, for me. There, but lo and behold, PayPal has reintroduced their policy, but they just said there never was a policy. How do they reintroduce that which never was? It reminds me of all the Christians who don't think you can lose your salvation. And then you have t- you have chapters in the Bible titled The Falling Away. The Great Fall. How do you fall away from that which you never had? How do you, how do you reintroduce that which was never introduced? Which idolatry? I mean, which ideology, which mindset are you following as a Christian? Complete nonsensical bull crap. Well, you know what? I'm a Calvinist. You can never lose your salvation. How many chapters in the Bible are entitled the great apostasy? The great falling away. Well, those people were never saved to begin with. How are they never saved and then fall away? Same as this stupidity. You have the same mind as Satan if you believe that garbage. You just stand in complete obstruction of the word of God. Complete oblivion. And if you, I'm always bringing this up because do you have the mind of Christ or the mind of the world, which is the mind of the prince of the power of the air? They come out and they say, this was never ever going to be introduced and then they reintroduce it. You are like Tom, those are, that's a conflation. It's not. It's, like, it's a typical mindset of absolute denialism. This does not fit my agenda as a Christian, so I'm going to ignore that Bible verse And the word is Jesus. So you're sitting there and there's Bible verses that defy your Christianity. Well, what is your Christianity if the word is Jesus and you're defying the word? What is your Christianity? It's actually anti-Christianity. Because Jesus is the word. John 1, 1, John 1, 14, 1 John 5, 7. Jesus is the word. There is no delineation between Jesus and the Bible, none. He is the word of God. PayPal's reintroduced a, a a policy that they said they've never introduced, but then now they've reintroduced it. These people are demonic. It's as simple as that. Go to the next one for me. So this is an this was actually put out by Thomas Massey. Do credit them, Congressman Thomas Massey out of Kentucky. Excited to share. I'm just using this as an example. What, what Thomas Massey said was now is Twitter. Or correction is PayPal, which is a payment processor. That's all they do. They're not they they are not arbiters of mis and disinformation. They process credit card numbers. What does that have to do with mis- or disinformation? Nothing. Nothing. If a pro-abortion activist puts out misinformation, this out you know that I'm pure. If a pro-abortion activist puts out mis- and disinformation on purpose, they should still be able to get their payment processed by a payment processor. Everybody should because that's not your job. It's basically nobody's job to govern misinformation. and disinformation. That's a, that's a totalitarian, CCP, Stalinist, Nazi sort of, sort of mindset that you govern misinformation and you had the Biden administration headed by Nina Jankowicz, put out a disinformation governance board. I love it. Whenever I talk about Calvinism, I drop 30 viewers. You know, people can't, listen, Christians can't take the Bible. They can't. That's why they all strap masks on. Even people that defy the COVID stuff, they still will not not embrace the Bible. The Bible says what it says. If it violates Calvinism, choose the Bible over Calvinism or you will fall for the world's tricks because something is more important to you than the word of God. Nothing should be more important to you than the word of God. Nothing, nothing. Tom, you go off track very easily. I know. It's fun though. So, we're wondering here, and what Thomas Masters was wondering is Albert Borla going to be fired $2,500? Because I'm sure he uses PayPal. And he personally put this out as misinformation because it's all bold faced lies. He knew it was lies when he put it out on 4121. Excited to share that updated analysis from our phase three study with BioNTech also showed that our COVID 19 vaccine uh, vaccine was 100% effective in preventing COVID 19. (laughs) That's misinformation. And they, and by the way, we just saw the testimony in front of the EU parliament, right? Christian turkeys. They Pfizer, the Pfizer executive came out and said, we never checked to see whether it stopped transmission or infection. And then he puts this out. So I'm assuming PayPal's coming for Albie PayPal's got to come for Albert Borla for his misinformation, right? And all the people that said ivermectin doesn't work that have now acknowledged that it is of all those, have all of those uh, tweets and statements been retracted? Apologies made? If not, here comes PayPal. Here comes PayPal. Here comes celebration holidays. Very festive person. All right, let's go to the next thing. Here's just a little Biden information for you. RNC research
3: video. Let me let Biden set the stage. Play for me, Will. The price of inflation is down. Real incomes are, on going, are up and the price of gas is down. All right, so you heard all those claims.
1: Put the tweet up for me, Will. Here's the actual numbers, right here. The price, he said inflation was down. He said the price of inflation, which makes absolutely no sense. Prices are affected by inflation, but inflation is not a price, dip squad idiot. The price of inflation is down. Real incomes are up, and the price of gas is down. That's what Biden said. Well, here's the actual actual truth. The demons never let the truth get in the way of their agenda. Inflation is at 8.2%, it is not down, it actually went up 0.1%. Up from 1.4% when Biden took office. Real income is lower than when Biden took office. So everything so far that he said was bold-faced lies. Gas prices are 3.78, which by the way he says in a video that I'll either show or I'll show in the post game, he said that that price the the price of a gallon of gas when he took office was $5 a gallon. He said that. He said the price, of, the price of a gallon of gas is $5 a gallon. The man has no clue what he's doing or he's a bold-faced liar or a combination therein, which the latter one is what I believe. Gas price of 3 dollars a gallon today, up from two thirty nine dollars when Biden took office. Now, why are they down to $3.78 from, five, over, from, from between $5 and $8 a gallon? Because he's raided the Strategic Oil Reserve. That's it. Not producing any. We're not buying any from Saudi Arabia because they told him to go get bent. So, We're not not producing anymore. We're not buying anymore. We're not importing anymore. We're just stealing it from our children or from if we did have an emergency. Like last time we we used a significant portion of our strategic oil reserve was when Katrina hit New Orleans. That was the last time. And now that's not available. It's down 40% from when he took office. News Nancy video. Here's what's actually coming for Americans. NBC, Americans energy bills are set to soar. Play for me.
4: Doesn't matter if you heat your home with heating oil, gas, or electricity, you're going to pay more to stay warm this winter. From the Northeast and Midwest to parts of the South, Mother Nature has already given millions of us a sneak peek at what's ahead. And this morning, the forecast for America's collective wallet this winter may also be a bit frigid. It's a very, very high bill. Across the board, energy costs are expected to be higher than last year. The federal government expects the biggest jumps for customers who use heating oil or natural gas to stay warm,
1: up 27 and 28 percent. There's nothing worse than self-imposed suffering. There's absolutely no reason. We have at least, not counting even not even counting Texas. We have three Saudi Arabias inside of the continental United States of America. Not North America, not counting our allies Canada, which we have a huge oil reserve. Not count, not even counting them. Inside of the continental United States, we have at least three Saudi Arabias. And we're gonna and our and our natural our heating costs are going up. And you're like, Tom, you're in Florida. It's not going up for you. I get it. 27 to 28%. For what reason? Because, because of Putin? We got about 20% of our oil from Putin prior to the Ukrainian war. By the way, we're still importing from Putin. They just tell you that we're not. Still importing from Putin. Say we cut it down. So we can't make up for 10%. Biden comes in, and, and I've told you this a dozen times. I won't go deep into it. But oil oil companies, multinational conglomerates that they are, they're not necessarily based out of the United States anymore, that they trade on futures. And when you cancel all of their permitting, you don't give them any more permits to drill and do experimental drilling on lands, which is what the Biden administration does, close down pipelines. You choose to truck and ship in. And drive in fuel instead of piping it. One emits absolutely no CO2. And the other emits exclusively CO2. But yet you're some sort of climate activist. It's all a lie. It's all to actually do what they're doing. It's on purpose to leverage you into a one world commerce system. With a singular access point. Controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. If they raise up your heating bills. They will force you into... An urban center, and you have to come to them to be warm. That's what they want. You're like, Tom, that sounds like sadomasochism. It is. They're demonic. Tom, it's just very easy to label people demonic. How do you? Well, are they liars? Are they murderers? That's the traits of the devil. Lying, murdering. The, the beast one and the beast two, he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And then no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, and 17, right? That's who these people are. Control freak, power pervert, murderers and liars. That's who they are. You can see them coming. This is all on purpose is self-imposed suffering. All of you t- Democrats that are watching right now, or do watch, understand that this has been imposed upon you by your own political agenda. Don't cry about it. That my heating bills are through the roof. This is done by a man who has caused your heating bills to go up because oil companies trade on futures. They have to raise the bills because now they don't know if they're going to make any money in the future. So they got to make it now. Well, they shouldn't be mean like that. they have to pay people. You ever run a business? You get paid. You, they, they have to pay people. They have to make money. I thought they existed just to hand me oil. No, they exist to make money. It's called capitalism or a federalist society that you benefit from every day of your life. And even though the left tries to shut it down, they're the ones benefiting off of it the most. The Democratic Party is nothing but the party of the globalist leftist elite the multi-billionaires. Who's on the right that's a multi-billionaire anymore? Trump, but he's worth like $3 billion. Compare that to Bezos or Zuckerberg and numerous others, Soros. Now look at this. Just a little compar- comparative analysis by Kimberly Guilfoyle. The Trump economy versus the Biden economy. Consumer confidence. Under Trump, 80%. Biden, 59.8%. 30-year mortgage rate. That's a little, dis- that's a little bit of a distinction here. A little difference here, right? Under Trump, 2.85% for your 30-year mortgage. Oh, well, right now, six point, basically seven percent So basically 3 to 7%. Credit card debt. Americans held about $770 billion in credit card debt under Trump. And by the way, that's accumulated. That's all the way up through all of our years of accumulating credit card debt. Biden's managed to add $100 billion to that in simply 20 months. It's an incredible accomplishment. He's got many firsts, many, many firsts. All right, here we go. Washington free beacon video. Now, while all this is going on, I wrote a little list here. We have this economy, the numbers that I just put out there. Shrinking GDP all the time. We'll have our third straight quarter of shrinking GDP, which by the way, you only have two shrinking quarters of GDP equals a recession, which we are obviously in and many people think we're on the lower end of a, of a, of a depression. And by the way, it won't affect you if you're a tither. If you're saved and you're a tither, nothing to do with you. You're in God's economy. Never worry. But while, we have the, while we're in the midst of a fentanyl overdose crisis costing us over 100,000 Americans a year, dead. Open border crisis, where you're having ch- children raped at the border every day. People found dead in trucks every day. Found dead in the back of, 60 people found dead in the back of a semi-truck. Never happened under Trump. Never, never, never happened. Uh, Joe Biden's led in up, uh, this is in August, at the point in August of 2022. 4.9 million people crossed the border. Trump led in 1 million. He did 4.9 million in 20 months. Incredible, isn't it? World records every year 2.5 million in 2021 alone. Lots of criminals. And by the way, 150 countries represented. It's not all Mexicans. You have many, many multinationals, many, many Middle Easterners crossing the border, many found on our terrorist watch list. While that's going on, also, we have record crime, violent crime up 40%, murders up 25%. You have the Ukrainian war right now. Many people scared of nuclear war. I'm not, but that's that's something that people are concerned about. Baby formula shortage, gas prices at world records. We have stagflation, which is a shrinking economy mixed with inflation. That's called stagflation. Hyperinflation mixed with stagflation. <laughs> and we have the rating of the Strategic Oil Reserve. Now, while all that's
3: going on, This is what Biden is prioritizing. Play it for me. Decision. Some airlines, if you want six more inches between you and the seat in front, you pay more money. But you don't know it until you purchase your ticket. Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair and they hit marginalized Americans, the hardest, especially low-income folks and people of color. They benefit big corporations, not consumers. Well, well, you know, thank goodness that
1: Joe Biden... Is focused laser, laser focused on minorities and people in lower social economic statuses, receiving six inches of foot room on a flight. Thank goodness Joe Biden is laser focused on that instead of fentanyl overdoses, open border, record crime. That's my list: Ukraine, baby formula shortages, gas prices, stagflation, hyperinflation, the rating of the strategic oil reserve. Thank goodness Joe Biden is focusing on the abuse that's happening on flights where you're supposed, when you have to pay for six inches of foot space. Well, I mean, what a violation of your human rights. And listen, you're looking at a tubby flyer right here. I'm everybody's nightmare to sit next to on a flight because I drain onto the seat next to me. And I mean, I'm six foot two. I'm never, I can't sleep on a plane. I can't move on a plane. It's, it, and so I am, all, I mean, I guess I'm one of, I'm middle class. So I'm not worth 14 million like Joe Biden is. And it's worth a whole lot more than that. But I guess, so this affects me. And I, so I guess I should be focused on, focusing on the victimization that has occurred. Because I started flying when I was three years old. That's my first flight when I was three years old. So I've been victimized for the last 51 years on flights. And I've got Joe Biden fighting for me. What a relief, isn't it? Let's go on to global cabal here. Bernie's tweets video. Now this is, oh, I forgot his last name. I got, I got Rishi Trudeau. Well, this is the new, oh, there it is, Rishi Sanak. Rishi That's the new prime minister who is a World Economic Forum act, acolyte. Member, acolyte, everything. He's the new prime minister of uh, uh, of England, of Great Britain. And here's Rishi Trudeau at the COP, at the COP, the COP twenty six summit, which is a climate, which is a climate, which is the big World Economic Forum climate summit. We want to quote from him. I'm going to show you the video. We want to rewrite the entire global financial system. For what reason? For net zero. Play it for me, Will.
5: This is the first COP. To bring together so many of the world's finance ministers, businesses and investors with such a clear common purpose. To deliver the promise made in Paris six years ago to direct the world's wealth to protect our planet. The good news is that the will is there. At least 80% of the global economy has committed to net zero or carbon neutrality targets. Our challenge now is to deploy the investment we need to deliver those targets around the world. To do so, we are accelerating three actions today. First, we need increased public investment. And I want to speak directly to the developing countries of the world. We know that you've been devastated by the double tragedies of coronavirus and climate change. That's why the G20 is stepping up to provide debt treatments more swiftly. It's why the IMF are providing a new $650 billion allocation of special drawing rights, and Kristalina will say more on this later. And it's why we're going to meet the target to provide $100 billion of climate finance to developing countries. And while we know we are not yet meeting it soon enough, we will work closely with developing countries to do more and to reach the target sooner.
1: So you could, we could spend three hours breaking down this video line for line, but I'm gonna make it, sim- I'm gonna make it uh, simplistic. What I mean by that is not in a condescending way at all, because I'm not great on financial systems or anything else, but just for ease of conversation to get the, the baseline of what he's saying there, the bottom line of what he's saying there. What he's talking about is using climate change to finance companies using CBDCs, controlled uh, central bank digital currencies. That's what this is all about. They don't, listen, do you think that uh, Rishi Sunak, Sunak, I gotta write that down, Sunak, S-U-N-E-E-K, A-K? Okay, do you think that that guy actually cares about the climate at all? I mean, do you think the Democratic Party care, I'll just use this as an example, Do you think the Democratic Party cares about women? The ones who want men in their restrooms? The ones who want to delegitimize delegitimize femininity by allowing men to define themselves as women? Do you honestly think they care about women? Who half of all abortions are women being killed in the womb? 400,000 black babies killed by Planned Parenthood every year by the Planned Parenthood centers that are put on every uh, on, in, in every urban center in America, on every corner of every urban center in America. Do you think they really ca- they don't care at all? You don't, do, you, do you think Rishi Sanak ha- cares whether the climate is uh, the temperature is raised 0. 0.1 degree, which is what all the studies actually show that could occur? It's, it's actually un unregis- unregistratable on a graph you can't even put it on a graph it won't show up you, think you actually care? no it doesn't care at all they're sending money to third world countries using cbdcs to usher them into compliance once you're once everybody is on a cbdc and by the way like india is almost and ukraine are almost exclusively cbdc central bank controlled currencies digital digital bank it is controlled currencies digital currencies why would they do that? Because then there's somebody at the valve. Somebody's there. If it's digital currency, it can be shut off. I.e. Christia Freeland and Justin Trudeau when they shut off people's bank accounts who are contributing to the Freedom Convoy in Canada, right? To shut their bank accounts down. That's the point of all of this. Sounds like you know we're there to help them. They use climate change to facilitate totalitarianism And one of those facilitators is CBDCs. And they're getting, it's funny how you have this war going on in Ukraine. And and you have Ukraine who's in partnership or going into partnership with the Chinese Communist Party who is in partnership with Russia. Strange, isn't it? How that all seems to work. And And Ukraine is basically the test tube, the petri dish of CBDCs. There is no cash in Ukraine, none. It is all digital currency. Strange, isn't it? How it all just seems to flow together. And all of this cash is actually going into Ukraine right now. I mean, it's just very, very strange. How it all works out, we don't we know yet, but we, all you have to do is follow the, the totalitarian trail. The same people who are pimping and whoring CBDCs are the vaccine mandators and the vast vaccine passport mandators where you cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel without your digital QR code on your phone, where anything that you can and cannot do is controlled by them. If they don't want you to do it, it's a cannot. If they allow you to do it, then it's a can. That's what it's all about. This this has got nothing to do with politics. It has way, It has politics is used for it. But this is all Christ versus antichrist. Read and memorize vast swaths of Revelation chapter 13 and 14, and you will understand what's happening in America right now. It is climate change being used, being used. None of these people care about climate change. There is 400 private jets flew into the World Economic Forum Summit this year. These people are trying to control the world using climate change. That's all that it is. And he noticed in his speech there. What did he call the quote double tragedies? Climate and COVID. Now we have the false numbers from from COVID. Seven to nine million people have died. One point two million in America. One point one million in America. All lies. About eighty thousand maybe Americans died of COVID. That's and that's a high number. That's the truth. You can find it all on the CDC's own website. It's all, I don't have time to get into that tonight. It has to do with the, the death certificates, has to do with what you know, doctors presuming COVID and people dying with COVID, not of COVID, whatever. Okay, it, you know, I could spend three hours on that. But he called it a double tragedy. And I've said this now for the last 31 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. And it's all one spirit. Is it when they can use COVID to control you? They'll control. Maybe they'll take 10% of your rights away right now using COVID. And then you fight back and you get 3% back. They still got seven. And then, you know, so they back off of that because you're fighting back. Well, then they come in with. Don't you care about the polar bears? Put that that pick up, Will. And here's Gateway Pun. This is an interesting article. And what we have to do is you have to fight. It's the same thing. Don't you care that, you know, there's, there's crops dying and that the worst earthquakes ever and the worst, now well, that has to do with climate, I don't know, but they blame earthquakes on climate, volcanoes on climate, hurricanes on climate, all those things. And I'm Hurricane Ian just blew through here. I don't consider it to be climate, I've seen him before. Beginning of my law enforcement career in 1992, Andrew blew through, which was the previous worst hurricane to ever hit Florida. What's it, 1992, 2022, 30 years later? Makes absolutely no sense, which I'll get into in a second. But they use the same tactics uh, with climate as they do with COVID. Don't you care? Don't you care about your neighbors? What what is exactly? I want it put into the numbers. What is you're calling the dual tragedies, the double tragedies of COVID and climate, and they use them both to usher in totalitarianism and, and totalitarianism control. One a one world. Commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government. That's the plan of it all. And that tyrannical government will come out of Beijing, will come out of even London, or will come out of Davos, Switzerland. But where, where are the numbers of these climate tragedies? Where are they? None. They just make it up out of thin air. They will make the problem up out of thin air and then force their solutions upon you using guilt. Why, why anybody would ever be guilted? into buying an electric car. I don't know. But it's the same exact spirit as guilting you into wearing a mask or taking a vaccine for, no, for, for a 99.9% survival virus. Masks are the ultimate stupidity because they don't do anything for anybody. They don't prevent it from coming in. They don't prevent it from coming out. All they do is lower the immunity of the person that's wearing it and actually carry fungus and viruses on the mask. It's abs- I mean, but that's the point. It ha- Listen, and, and, and it was a perfect test trial to usher in climate totalitarianism when they ushered in COVID totalitarianism because there's a bunch of people still to this day driving around alone in cars with double masks on. But I'm going to focus on climate. So here's a Gateway Pundit article. I'm going to read you some snippets out of this. What we have to do is attack the narrative using facts. Five climate change smoking guns, reasons why man-made climate change is a lie. Here's number one. In 2009... 1,079 emails between climate scientists at the University of East uh, Anglia's Climate Research Unit in the United Kingdom and others working with them were leaked. The small group of scientists had been the most influential in driving the worldwide alarm over over, over global climate change, over global warming. Their emails prove that they were engaged in unethical practices such as tampering with data and keeping scientists who disagreed with them out of the peer review system, not out of this specific peer review, out of the peer review system. So whenever you hear 200 climate scientists have just put out a paper saying that climate change is a hoax, they're all, they've all been kept out of the discussion by the globalist left and the Democratic Party. These leaked email documents revealed discussions between these men, men about how they could manipulate data to get rid of the medieval warming period, which extended from 950 AD to uh, 1250 AD, which shows you that climate warms and cools, warms and cools. They didn't, couldn't have that going out because it would violate their totalitarian agenda using climate change to control you. It has nothing to do with climate change. People fighting for... Trans rights has nothing to do with trans. People fighting for racial, uh, racial equity has nothing to do with equity. It has to do with controlling humanity. And the very people that they are using, the homosexual activists, the trans activists, the racial activists, will be the first to be victimized by the global cabal that they've helped to install. Two years later in 2011, 5,000 more emails were leaked in what is now called Climate Gate 2. These were even more startling and incriminating than the the 1079 released in 2009. Myron Ebel commented, if there were any doubts about Uh, Doubts remaining about reading the first climate gain emails, the new batch of emails that appeared on the web today, November 22nd, make it clear that the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is an organized conspiracy dedicated to tricking the world into believing that global warming is a crisis that requires a drastic response, which is why they changed it from global warming to climate change. Number two, carbon dioxide is incorrectly depicted as the main greenhouse gas. Get my graphs ready, Will. This totally incorrect graph is shown to children. Put it up there for me. This is what they show you. CO2, i.e., carbon dioxide is is depicted as the main greenhouse gas. It's number one. It's horrible, right? It's horrible. Here's, Here's how it actually goes. Put up my next graph for me. Here it is. This graph shows you the correct percentage of water vapor over 95% of greenhouse gas compared with carbon monoxide. So mo- the graph should be this. And notice where CO2 is. See that little tiny red area? That's the, that's the big threat. Now you will go back to the, go back to the one before. See? lie, Go back to our, ne- our newest one. Truth. Simple as that, it's totally and completely debunked. Now this is one of my favorite videos ever. I've shown it twice before got to show it again now here is somebody who's operating in the truth versus a climate change activist who is at, who is who is being an activist for something she has no clue about play for me will
4: um, when i asked well just about alice you, you've been speaking for most of the night when i when, when i when I asked Tanya Plibersek,
5: will fact was, check that one for you. <laughs> yes. I?
4: When I asked Tanya Plibersek, while the deputy leader of the Labor Party and the potential deputy prime minister was carbon dioxide the big issue in relation to climate change, and she said yes. I then said, well that being the case, what percentage of the atmosphere is made up of carbon dioxide? And she said I don't know. And I said, hang on, you don't know what percentage of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide? And yet you're prepared to stand the economy on its head to address a problem the detail of which you don't know so when i then explain that the percentage of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere alice is how much alice how much of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere To answer Alice? the question,
2: Scott Morrison has said he's Al- leaving climate much... change Alice, and that how much... he wants to do something about Alice, it. Alice, how
4: much carbon dioxide is the problem? How much carbon dioxide is there in the atmosphere?
2: I'm not a scientist. Too much. I oh, don't know.
4: I'm, I'm a Well, hang on. If you're problem. going to argue the case, you ought to know. It's 0.04 of a percent. And of that 0.04 of a percent, human beings around the world create 3%. And of that 3%, Australia creates 1.3%. So for the 1.3% of 3% of 0.04%, we then decide to have a national economic suicide. Alan, now, Alan, Alan, to... Alan I'm,
5: I'm, I'm
1: happy for you to have made that. So there you go. Now you have climate activists who are, I don't know, activating for a problem that they cannot define. What exactly is it's? It, it's the same thing with assault weapons. We want an assault weapon ban. Define it. Nobody's defined one yet. A define assault weapon. At least I know what you what it is that you want to ban. Define it. They can't define it. So they want to close down the world. I wrote down the stats for you for a problem that they cannot define. Well, he defined it for them. The atmosphere. The the, the greatest threat to humanity is. CO two, carbon dioxide. Oh no, that makes up currently in 2022 0.04 percent of the atmosphere. That's the grievous threat. That's just going to kill your children. That's what AOC says. We only have 12 years left. Three years ago, I don't notice her really. I don't notice her really preparing for the Armageddon. Do you? Just buys another Tesla and gets another latte, and puts out another stupid, ridiculous video. So here's their problem. This is the problem. The atmosphere is made up of 0.04% of CO2, the, gr- the most grievous threat to uh, to all uh, global citizens, everybody in the world. The most grievous threat is CO2, which they're using to control your lives, just like they did with COVID. So CO2 makes up 0.04% of the atmosphere. Of that, of that 0.04% of the atmosphere, human beings actually make 3% of it. And since this debate was occurring in Australia, of that 3%, Australians contribute 1.3% to that 3%. So as he says, you're concerned about a problem where you have 0.04% of the atmosphere being carbon carbon dioxide and of that human beings contribute 3% of that and Australians contribute 1.3% to the 3% that makes up the 0.04%. Shut down the world. These people are idiots and you're an idiot if you put put their mask on. They're the same people, same people advocating to shut down the world because of 1.3% of 3% of 0.04% are the same people telling you to take a vaccine to stop transmission. Using a vaccine to stop transmission. You're like, it can't be that stupid time. It is. Everybody's afraid to stand because of the societal consequence. I know I'm speaking to the choir with the 395 that are watching right now. We'd have about 440 probably watching right now, but I talked about Calvinism earlier, so 30 or 40 people left because they would rather be a Calvinist than a Bible believer. Number three, from the Gateway Pundit article, I'll, I'll retitle it because I've been yapping for a while. These are the the five reasons why climate change is hope. Number three, false predictions. None of the many predictions by climate alarmists starting starting in the 1970s have actually come true in contrast astronomy a real science is able to predict solar and lunar eclipses to the second in the decade of the 1970s the meteor hammered us with thousands of articles saying that we were heading for an ice age before the global warming ice age didn't work so they switched to global warming then when the climate started to warm in the 1980s they suddenly reversed the story saying that the earth was warming that's why they had to get rid of the medieval warming because the medieval warming, it's cold before that then it warmed then it got cold you know that's what the climate does You know, I have, here it is. I'm like Nostradamus. I'm like the chubby Nostradamus. Ready? Wearing a come and take it green shirt. I predict that in the northern states, it's going to start getting cold soon. Climate change. I predict even in Florida, we're going to sink down into the 60s. Woof. Number four. Changing climate data. As unbelievable as it may seem, seem, agencies in the United States, Australia, New Zealand, and other nations have actually changed their own temperature records. Many climate scientists have been surprised and shocked to see later uh, uh, editions of graphs published by the National Oceanic. Oh, they're the the Puritans, the NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. There's the liberals out there, you know. Put it, you know, driving their boats between the whaling ships and the ships and the, and the, the ship, the, the whales and the whaling ships. And, you know, they, you know, smoking doobage while they do it. And these are just kind hearted libtards. No, they're not. They're totalitarians. The globalist left is not the traditional liberal. They use you traditional liberal. They use you to vote for them. Listen, Hitler was a leftist, He was a liberal. Stalin was a liberal Mao tongue liberal Xi Jinping liberal uh, Vladimir Putin liberal Volodymyr Zelensky liberal they're all leftists they're not right-wingers so the the notion the national oceanic and atmospheric administration that were changed from their previous editions the NOAA moved older temperature records downward and more recent temperatures upward no that could not making it appear the temperatures had risen in other words, just as in the novel 1984, they've actually changed history. This is not a conspiracy theory, but easily provable facts. Number five, climate change is a political, not scientific issue. A Canadian oil man who made a huge fortune in the U.S., Maurice Strong established the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. <laughs> Did you hear that? An oil man, just like Rockefeller, took over... The Medical Association in the United States, basically making all of our medications petroleum-based, just so you know, and created... He was causing cancer, Rockefeller, by injecting people with petroleum, and then what did he form? The Cancer National Cancer Society. That's who these people are, folks. It's all propaganda to kill you or control you. The K or the C. That's it. Oh, right-wing... Really... They're the ones who created COVID. Even if if you're a covetologist and you're watching this right now and you love masking and you can't wait for your fifth vaccination and you can't wait to even get sick after it so you can put out the promotional post telling everybody how thankful you are that you're vaccinated against the virus that you currently have while you take Paxlovid from the company that created the vaccine that you took that was supposed to prevent the illness that you currently have. They're all liars. Oh, one funny—I didn't even know it. A friend of the oil magnate David Rockefeller, <laughs> Strong was appointed chairman of the 1972 Earth Day. <laughs> the oil companies made an, an oil an oil company—I uh, don't know what you call them—executive. Thank you. Aaron. An oil company executive basically made up the climate change movement, made up climate activism, made up climate as a problem so that he could profit himself and a friend the oil magnate david rockefeller strong was appointed chairman of the 1972 earth day united nations conference so you have oil executives they're not even executives they're actually they are oil executives but they're actually oil company owners creating climate change change isn't it could it be that they want to leverage people out of business so they are the sole supplier of oil of oil could that be Just like we saw, very strange, all the same spirit where you have all of these little businesses leveraged out of business during COVID while all the big businesses were left open. Strange, isn't it? Very strange. Hey, I throw that up there. Just to show you, just to show you the mindset. Now, you you couldn't be any more of of a climate change sycophant than Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden, again, he himself doesn't care about climate change. He wants to use it to usher in. His Democratic Party globalist leftist totalitarianism. That's what he wants to do. So yeah, here we have Joe Biden, New York, New York Post. Biden pushes Corvette to 118 miles per hour in drag race against Colin Powell, Powell's son. Now look at the date on the bottom of that. It's, well, I can see it. It's October 27, 2022. That's to somebody who really cares. Is he, he drives around here. What's the what's the description of the engine you gave it to me? Aaron. An 8,500 horsepower v8 engine what was the last part 500 500 500 horsepower v8 engine spewing all sorts of co2 as he drives it at 118 miles an hour there's our climate caring climate change activist president driving around a corvette with a v8 engine 500 horsepower at 118 miles an hour that he really cares about the climate doesn't he just want to continue on with, with the cabal for just a moment Wickenstein video I want to show you this is all they're all in this together look at what's coming up COVID's overtime. COVID's over really is it well here we have triple demic doctors warn of triple threat
5: from flu COVID RSV play for me. as health professionals I think we can say that we are concerned
2: cook county health physicians coming together today to urge folks to get boosted this Halloween for COVID and the flu All the other boosters um, are kind of out of school now. The only booster that matters now
3: is this new booster.
2: This push comes amid a wave of children catching RSV across the country, a respiratory virus most common in the winter months. But this year, RSV has arrived much earlier and some kids up to six years old are needing hospitalization.
4: I fully expect to see an
2: explosion of influenza RSV COVID and other respiratory viral illnesses. This fall and winter in suburban Cook County, health officials say 80% of people have gotten at least one shot of the COVID vaccine, but only 9% have received the latest bivalent booster shot. Physicians fighting the same uphill battle that people just don't seem to be getting the shot and worry a winter surge is upon us.
5: The weather is colder. In much of the country, including certainly here in Chicago, parties move indoors and multi-generational families are gathering for the holidays.
2: With hospitals now facing... Fe-
1: so there we go. So then you have the doctor say it's getting colder, which I'm sure he's a climate activist, so how could it be getting colder, Doc? And then they're talking about percentages of people. They're talking about a triple-demic, so a pandemic of flu, COVID-19, RSV. So how... And then they put out how many people have been vaxxed and how many people have been boosted doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic because it doesn't stop transmission or infection. By the way, neither does the flu vaccine. Doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection. So why are you mentioning vaccine stats? Doesn't stop the pandemic. Everybody who's vaccinated against COVID-19 transmits and gets infected at the same or greater rates than those who are uh, unvaccinated. And really it's greater rates because most people hospitalized from COVID and dying of COVID, nine out of 10, are fully vaccinated people. Now you don't. This is all an agenda. I put this all together with the climate change stuff because it's COVID and then it's climate and then it's climate and then it's COVID. Here comes a triple demic in the midst of climate change, the two tragedies of of COVID and climate. It's just, it's all the same spirit. Look at the CNN post. Here we go. Look at look what they're predicting. Baker and Massacar don't think this early pattern with RSV is permanent, but it could take just like it's transitory, just like the inflation they predicted, but it could take a while to return to its more predictable cycle. Now we're in a little bit of a strange period, but I think in the next few years, we'll start to see those regular outbreaks. Well, depending on what happens with COVID, of course, Baker said, if the Corona gets bad enough, that more lockdowns are necessary. So just like they talk about vaccines, Controlling outbreaks, which the vaccine doesn't stop transmission or infection, so it doesn't do a daggum thing to stop outbreaks. Neither do lockdowns, because 76% of all COVID cases are caught in the very house the person's locked down in. Those are what we call on this show the facts. And by the way, of course, these things are going to break out. You know why they're going to break out? Because the people who are vaccinated, they showed that one stat where 80% of the people had received a vaccination. They have ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, and are unable to fight off viruses. Look at this one. This is just, I put the, this is just sums up the cabal. Play it for me, Will. You,
4: you're you, you going to let me speak, sir.
1: You think I'm qualified? Governor Newsom, talk about this partnership. Well, désolé, je ne parle pas de français. You don't have to speak the same language to understand that we're all in this together. Divorce is not an option. Trust us. Don't fall asleep.
3: I can't even say the age I'm going to be. I see dead people. We only build a better world if we're doing it together and gathering like-minded partners like California and Governor Newsom is the way that we make this better future a reality for everyone. Keeping me up at night. Hi.
1: Good night, everybody. I just had to put that in there. Just all the cabal working together. Look at this thing. The Hill tweet. Most patients hospitalized for monkeypox were strange. HIV positive in CDC report. Now, here's the problem. Is that HIV what? Of course, is an immune, immunodeficiency. Right? So, it's, you cannot fight off infections. Can't fight off common colds. People with HIV, unless they're treated, can will die of AIDS. Until that we, we, well, not we, but the cd you know, well, whoever it was, I don't want to give credit to the CDC because I don't know, NIH, whoever it was that came up with affective HIV treatments has pretty much stopped AIDS in the United States. So, but hasn't stopped it worldwide. Strange how that works. But anyway, so these people who have cut most everybody, look at, the, look at the stats, most patients who are hospitalized, which probably means almost all, because this is the hill, which slides left and right, mostly left. Most patients hospitalized with monkeypox were actually HIV positive. Now, that is where they want to get everybody. Endless cycles of treatment where you have to go to the government for that treatment. Again, leveraging you into a one-world commerce system. That includes medicine. That includes fuel. That includes fuel. I mean, food. It includes medicine, food, fuel, travel, your ability to get a job, leverage you in. Now, you're like, what are you talking about, Tom? What does this have to do with it? Well, if they get you on enough vaccines then you have basically the equivalent ADE is the equivalent of HIV. They're actually They're actually babies are now being born with what they call VAIDS which is the inability to fight off. By, and they're being born by the tens of thousands like that because they're being birthed from parents who have ADE and whatever genetic material the parent has is passed on to the child. And so the child is being born with altered genetic material, unable to fight off the most simple, of viruses. Well, it's the same thing that was happening with monkeypox. And that's where they want to get everybody. So then you have to come to them. You, you know what? I? You know, let's just say, I have to have treatment for this ailment. No problem whatsoever. It's a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrannical government. No problem. All you have to do is sign up for CBDC, control bank digital currency. So then we control everything that you buy, sell, trade, or travel. No problem at all. You vote wrong, you buy a gun, you that immediately you automatically shuts down your your account, or you use up all of your carbon credits when you buy a gun, so then you can't buy fuel or food later in the month. That's how they control you. So look at this. Look at this one. Daily Mail pick. Look at this pick. So the government. So since most people who are hospitalized with monkeypox actually had HIV, so it's an easily, uh, I'm trying to think of the word defended against. It's easily fought off by your immune system. So they've got to get your immune system out of the way. So you have a government-funded lab in Maryland. Now, who funds this lab? Oh, that would be the NIAID, Anthony Fauci. That's an absolute fact. Government lab in Maryland plans to create a hybrid monkeypox strain because the monkeypox that was there before was only getting people that had an immune system. So you know what? we got to be able to get the people who are both Vax and unvaxed, the vax still have God-given immunity. And of course, the unvaxed can't fight off anything. So we've got to be able to make sure that we can reach both ends of society. Government, we have to reach, reach both populations. Government lab in Maryland plans on gain-of-function research to create a hybrid monkeypox strain that is more deadly than the one currently spreading in the U.S. That one wasn't, that one wasn't deadly enough. It's just like COVID. It was just deadly enough to cause an alarm. It was a really, really bad flu season is what COVID was. It really mixed with flu. So we don't even know, you know, what the true stats were because flu disappeared from 38 million cases to
0: 1,100.
1: You know, it's very strange how that worked too. So you see how it all works together. That's my point. It is a global cabal. Have, you know, pox didn't work. And they tried to use it. Remember, they were trying to use it. And there's just too many of those daggum blasted First Amendment facts kept coming out. That they would easily label disinformation, but there was just too, too many facts coming out. So, you know, we got to come up with a little bit more deadly so we can, we can have monkeypox lockdowns, monkeypox vaccinations, monkeypox vax mandates, monkeypox vax passports, monkeypox maskings and lockdowns and social distancing. Maybe the monkeypox social distancing will be the arm length of a gorilla. That's, what, that's how they'll come up with that one. It'll be like 7.2 feet that everybody have to, and all the art churches will have their stickers out. Stay 7.2 feet apart. We have to be the restraining. It's as simple as that. You have to say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done. Amen? Let your yeses be yes and your no be noes. Love you all. Back here, 55, well, 56 minutes, whatever it is, what is it exactly? 55 minutes of fury on Saturday night roughly, 55 minutes and 34 seconds or something like that A fury all fury even that last 34 seconds is fury back this saturday night don't miss it 10 30 p.m remember jonathan showsworth am i getting the date right up? is it 11 6 is it november 6th yeah. november 6th right here at foundation church sunday night again even it, starting sunday night going all the way through friday every night and again you may watch this and hate me but love jonathan i'm not preaching so come comfort i'm not doing anything I promise I'll stay away from you. I promise. I'm not preaching at all. So come for Jonathan Shuttlesworth, one of the two best preachers on the planet. Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, best two preachers on the planet. Make sure that you are here either in person and come in person. We can see well over a thousand people be here. Our church building is up and running, fully air conditioned. Everything where people are, we have air conditioning. So make sure that you don't miss Be Here on November 6th. Love you all. See you Saturday night. God bless you. And I'm telling you, the devil is not going to have this nation. And the American people are not going to spend their lives being on 90 different medications, sick and afflicted. It's time for
4: revival it's time for the fire of god to set this generation free
0: if you enjoyed watching the tom lightly podcast would you consider investing in the program go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive tlp shirt
1: I stand unequivocally on the Word of God. On healing, the Bible. Prosperity, the Bible. Sin, the Bible. Everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible.